0: two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Good day, good day, everyone,
1: and I hope that you're doing great. And it's day 19 of the National Financial Literacy Month and it's day 19 and I'm talking about retirement and you. This one you really wanna pay attention to because it's so important. And we think that when we're young that we're gonna be young forever. And trust me, we're not, I know from personal experience. So I wanna give you a heads up uh, about retirement and ways in which to prepare for it. And for those of you who are seasoned like me, uh, you still have a great shot at making as much money as possible and living out your after retirement days in comfort where you don't have to struggle wonder how are you going to pay the mortgage or pay bills and everything because i'll be talking about some things that can really help set you apart and that's what this particular episode is all about retirement and you so first things first uh, when it comes to uh, retirement is Uh, The question that many people ask me is, uh, how do you become rich? And what I tell them is, unless you have received an inheritance and a abundant inheritance, or if you won the lottery, which is very unlikely, and or if you're doing things that are not above board, breaking the law, Uh, likelihood is you want to enjoy your retirement. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. It takes work and hard work. I saw both of my parents work, my mother for a factory for 28 years and my father for 27 for the same company. And even though they didn't make that much money, they raised nine children. And so it can be done. And I did it. I worked over 20 years in the United States Air Force, and I've been retired for almost 20 years. So let's go down this path in terms of retirement. So first of all, you don't want to be intimidated by it, and uh, because one of the things about it is uh, when you talk about retirement, it's the last thing that people are thinking about. They're like, well, you know, I'm into this job. I'm into that now. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. I'm trying to get my nice dream house. I'm trying to get that nice foreign import vehicle, take vacations, impress my wife, impress my girlfriend, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Live like the Joneses. Well, first of all, don't be intimidated. Now, what I'm going to tell you is this. Uh, you're never too young to start planning for retirement. And so a 22-year-old earning 40000 today, and they put away 10% of that into a 401k plan and get a 3% employer matching contribution, they could have about $1.7 million by the age of 65. And it may be even more depending on how what other investments that you have in your investment portfolio. But first things first, what we want to do is set up some savings. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. And Social Security, of course, if you're banking on that, don't because we don't know how much longer it's going to be around. And uh, so you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. So uh, Social Security benefit requirements uh, will likely exceed contributions sometimes around 2037. So we're talking about 15 years, I take, give or take. And, and so with that being the case, uh, we want to make sure that uh, we don't factor that in, even though it's going to be taken out of your pay. And there's nothing you can do about it. There was nothing I could do about it. And so Social Security won't be enough. And then the full K, it could be your friend. But again, it all depends on what type of mix you want in your portfolio. So I I, re- I recommend that you talk to a financial advisor, a financial coach. You talk to a CPA, you talk to an accountant, and get them to point you in the direction of, how about this 401k? You know, it's going to initiate out of the human resources office at a company you're working with, or if you're an entrepreneur, you can still have a 401k. You just need to get an expert to explain everything to you and then how you want your mix to be in terms of what you're going to uh, invest in. And then IRAs are okay as well. That's an individual retirement account. So you want to start with these anytime at almost any bank or investment company. So a traditional IRA works like a 401k in that you can deduct the money you put on your federal taxes, but will pay taxes when you take it out. So if you take it out, I believe before age 59 and a half, I think it's somewhere in that time frame. That frame, and then it may be a penalty. But if you get after that, it won't be as bad, and but you can do both. You know, you can look at a 401k and an IRA, so you can have that mix. And again, it all comes down to you. And uh, 401k plans, uh, they don't have income limits. So although many tax advantage investments, including IRAs, have income limits, 401ks do not. That means that you can contribute saving no matter how much you earn. So you want to keep that in mind. So let's look at some other aspects of uh, getting ready for retirement. And it all centers around money and investments and, and most importantly, your decision. So many employers match 401k contributions. When I worked for mobile oil company, that's what I did. And I think the Thrift Savings Plan now offered to federal employee government employees, they also have an opportunity. So if your employer has a 401k match Program, they'll help you save for retirement. And the most common match is 50% up to a maximum employee contribution of 6%, which is still very good. So there's going to be a, a, a compound interest impact that's taken here. And depending on what the stock market is and what you're investing in, you know, if you have a, a multitude of different investment types, let's say if you have something in the energy like oil and gas, like I had with mobile. I was in the military, so a defense industry, or if you have a food industry, a bottling industry, something of that nature, then uh, what, if one part of investment is not doing good in one industry, another is. So don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Please do not. And again, get a financial advisor, get a uh, financial investment firm, CPA, and or an attorney who specializes in this. But I'm just providing this information so I can at least get you going, get you started to get you start thinking about this. And if you think that you're too young to start thinking about retirement, trust me, you're not. (laughs) You know, I started in the Air Force. I was about 21, 22 years old. And I look back on it. We didn't have a thrift savings plan when I was in service. But I I knew I would have if I retired after 20 years, I would have a retirement plan. And I, in fact, I have a plan today that I have for the rest of my life. All I have to do, people, is stay alive <laughs> and I receive this money for the rest of my life and I'm partially disabled from the military. So I have that income stream coming in as well. And then what have I earned as an entrepreneur? So there are a lot of different uh, ways in going about this. But let's get back to retirement. So uh, you can also have, if you don't cash out, the government created retirement accounts with tax savings to encourage us all to save for retirement. And that means if we withdraw the money before age 59 and a half, like I said before, we're not only owe federal and state taxes on the amount we take out, but also a 10% penalty for taking that money out because they're incentivizing us all to save as much as possible until that golden age. If we happen to get into the, say, 63, 64, 65, you can start getting uh, Social Security at 62 and a half and up to 67, and then up to 70, 71 in that time frame. I might not have the accurate numbers, but it's very close. So um, again, with IRAs, There are exceptions to the 10% penalty, and uh, there's uh, specific rules. And that's why 59 and a half would you pay that federal and and state taxes on that. And then uh, 401ks that are tied to employers. When you leave a job, your 401k stays put until you decide what to do with it. Keep a close eye on that people are not getting all the things that they think they're going to get. So you have to really uh, get your lawyer involved. That's what I always say. So uh, uh, when it comes to choosing your investments, the thing is, it's the KISS principle, K-I-S-R. Keep it simple. And you don't need to know much about investing and start saving for retirement. In fact, it's best that you just ignore what the stock market is doing. The important thing is that you make the contributions and most 401k plans offer what are called target date mutual funds based upon the year you predict you'll retire, which is excellent. And uh, the younger you are, the more aggressive you can be because you still have a greater opportunity to earn money than a person that's in their 50s or 60s. So if you retire, if you you won't retire for 30 or 40 years, you can take big risks with your investment because you won't need to access your money for a long time. And then the most important thing is ask for help. Uh, I uh, talk to my children. I have two teenage kids and, you know, teenage kids nowadays, They hear what you're saying, but it doesn't necessarily, they're going to follow up on it or listen. And uh, so you want to ask for help. And I I plead with my children, if you have something that you want to know, you got to ask. And today's children, they don't want to ask anything. And that's a detriment for them. But when in my generation, I asked people so many questions, they got tired of me. (laughs) But guess what? I learned from everything that they told me and share it with me, and that's what we have to do. Ask for help. Hey, I don't understand this 401k plan from a company. Ask questions. And uh, if you don't get the answer you're really looking for, go to someone else. And uh, so these are some of the things that, that uh, when it comes to retirement, but the bottom line is, like what Nike says, and I don't have any stock at Nike. I'm just repeating their, their uh, uh, little thing here. Just do it. The most important thing is that you save for retirement. Something, anything, just start putting away today and get help if you need it. Learn as you go, but just start saving. That's that's the best advice that I could give you today. And uh, as they say, if I had known then what I know now, oh my God, I would be filthy rich. I'd smell like money, look like money, everything. But uh, everyone has their own journey. But um, the most important thing that I want to pass on to you is this. I retired from the United States Air Force in 2002. So I've technically been retired for, gosh, 20 years in October to be 20 years. So I've seen a lot of things. I've seen a lot of sunrises and a lot of uh, sunsets. I've seen the moon in between. But the thing I want to tell you today the sooner you start planning for retirement, the better off you can be. And if you decide you will never retire, that's okay too. But what I I want you to understand is, is that uh, if you would never be able to spend all the money if you never retire. So if if nothing else, donate that money and make it a generational wealth. Donate it to your family members, to the university you attended, to a museum that you like, uh, to a symphony Uh, organization that you like. Give it to a nonprofit. Feed the children, for example. You know, that's a big challenge nowadays. But do something with your money. Get a will written, get an estate plan written, and uh, take more ownership of what you own, possess, and have worked your whole life for. You can never, ever go wrong when you plan because that means that you have your best interests at hand and I want you to always master your money. Never let a financial advisor uh, that you sign up with and they're taking fees from you and they won't explain anything to you. I would recommend that you get a new one. vetted. it, Get uh, friends, colleagues to recommend someone else to you. Look at their example. What happened with them? And if they're doing okay, then then you follow suit. But never allow anyone to control your money because you work too hard for it. I don't really need anyone to handle my money. That's why I went to school and I got a degree in business, and then I worked in business for over twenty years. Now over thirty because now I'm an entrepreneur. But uh, you always want to position yourself where you may not be the smartest in the room. But uh, one of the things is, you know what's going on. If you have a situation where you really don't know what's going on with your money, stop, take a deep breath, get all those documents in front of you with the fine print. And if you have questions about anything, get a professional to help you sift through the matter. So I'm going to end this particular episode about retirement and you, and the reason why I just want you to start thinking about it. And then when you, as a parent or guardian or Are you one of the most seasoned people like me? Uh, Share this with those young folks that you know, your children, your grandchildren, children in your community, at the school system. Uh, Share with them because it's very important that we all are financially intelligent because we're living in a time now where with this inflation cycle that we're going through, a lot of people are going to learn a lot of lessons. And let's make sure that we don't learn the hard way, that we understand exactly what's going on. So we have to do some research ourselves, some, some uh, self-study and learn as much as we can. When you see the news shows and they're talking about the financial issues taking place and why gas is the, the price it is and eggs, milk, and, 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 and everything else. You want to ensure that you're on top of this and that you can navigate inflation. That's what I want for you. So this is ends this particular episode. Uh, this is episode 226. My God, it is amazing. Episode uh, day 19 for the National Financial Literacy Month. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Have a great day and I'll see you on day 20. Episode 227. Have a great day, and this is Paul Lawrence Van Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. See you on the next episode. Please
0: subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email Paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.